Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Walking around America. Okay, here's another update on walking around America. In this update, I'm going to go over a few things, and first of all, I thank God for using me. I'm not perfect, and I am human, even though a lot of people are under the impression that I'm not human. I am. I make mistakes. I'm not perfect, and I'm still learning, even after all of these years, but I know it's not me. I know it's all God and his spirit that is in me doing the works that he has me do. And I'm thankful that he continues to use me. What we're doing here on Talk Show is the new series, Ezekiel, the Prophet of God. It's an amazing series. It has to do with the captivity of Babylon, Satan's time on earth. Interesting stuff. Business God's way. That's having to do with, you know, if you're in business, doing it God's way. Study the Bible chronologically. That's the life of Jesus. That's the Bible. We're going to, right now, we're doing the life of Jesus and from the beginning of Jesus and when he was born and all of that, according to the Bible, chronologically. And we're up to the point of John the Baptist and what he was doing to prepare the way. Who was Yahshua talking to is another series. Now, who was Yahshua talking to is a series that we're doing having to do with the multitudes right now. And of course, when Jesus spoke to the multitudes, he spoke in parable form. And that's what the series is about, is you have to rightly divide the word of God. You've got to rightly divide who's being talked to, because contrary to what the churches teach, the whole Bible is not meant for everybody. There's parts of it that are meant for certain people and other parts are meant for other people. There is nothing in the Bible that is for everyone in every place. There isn't any, okay? So that's who was Joshua talking to and it causes trouble. If you don't really realize who he was talking to, especially when it's concerning the multitudes, because all he did was speak in parable form. And people are taking what he says to the multitudes literally having to do with what he wants you to do, when that's not what he was saying at all. It's a parable. You have to understand what he's talking about. And what he's talking about has to do with spiritual 
works of the kingdom. Saints who you prepared were combining that with discipleship because to be prepared, you have to have been discipled. And most believers that I know have not been discipled. And discipleship is teaching us how Jesus discipled his followers. And so disciple means a student. Jesus is the teacher, and the disciple is the student. And we just did one, um, the newest one of discipleship that I've done is having to do with the different types of people whether they're already disciples or followers of Jesus today, or if it's just someone from the outside that says that they want to be a disciple. We're learning about, you know, do they really mean it? It's an interesting study. And then we have the letters of the Bible. The letters of the Bible we're in the letter of the Corinthians. We're in the first letter of the Corinthians right now. We just started this new book, and it's great, and it's amazing, and it's... <laughs> the things that God shows us in these studies are amazing. Then we have the warning of the prophets. The warning of the prophets, we're going through the book of Daniel, which again has to do with the captivity. And so Daniel's a prophet, and he's warning you what to do, how to act during the captivity. We're learning a lot during that study. Then you have, of course, walking around America, which is what we're doing right now. And it has to do with updates of what's going on. I tell you things that are happening, things that I've learned, things I hope sometimes that you don't have to learn by experience, but you just listen to what I have to say. Learn from my experience. Jeremiah Live Bible Study. Jeremiah Live Bible Study. We finished the book of Jeremiah, and we're doing review and Questions. The review just goes over the chapter that we're up to, and we're up to chapter 5. And the questions is for you and God. Take a trip in Jeremiah to find out each chapter what God wants to teach you. It's not only about listening to a teacher of God, which is what I am, doing the works that I do. It's about your journey with God and strengthening the connection that you have with your ears being able to hear the spirit of God speaking to you versus your human spirit or an evil spirit. Jeremiah Live Bible study. And then we have the books of the Bible. The books of the Bible we are currently in the book of Leviticus. We're going through the Bible. We started at Genesis. And I can tell you that Genesis has 
a lot of stuff. If you haven't gone back and started it at the beginning, I can tell you that there's a lot of stuff in, that we learned long ago as we started this Books of the Bible um, series going through the Bible that we learned a lot of stuff that you're not taught in the churches today. So those are the things that God has us learning about on talk show. You see, God uses us to do his work, and as a follower of Jesus, as a believer in Jesus, as a part of the kingdom of heaven, that's what you're supposed to be anyway, you're supposed to be doing works for the kingdom, for the brethren. Now, we're not all required to do a tremendous amount of stuff. Some of us only have a little to do, which is fine with God. See, God will give you a little to do. He'll start you off with a little bit, and then, and then he wants you to do it whatever it may be. And then once you do what it is that God has directed you to do, then he takes you to the next step because he can trust you, you see. He tests people. He tested Abraham. He tested Aaron. He tested Moses. He tested everybody that you see in the Bible that was servants of his that do the works of the kingdom all of them were tested, including Jesus, which, of course, Jesus was allowed to be tested by Satan once he was baptized. And his testing started, and it was a tremendous test that Jesus had to go through. And so can God trust you? And so he starts out small when you're just beginning to see if you will follow through with what he asks you to do. Now, I'm working with a few of you, and you know who you are, and I can share with you what God directs me to share with you as I talk to you about whatever it is that you're doing. And I get that information by listening to what you're saying and listening to the Spirit speaking to me concerning you. And so, so for an example, I have um, one of you that I have said, you know, you're supposed to go and go to hang out with a certain church and get to know the people in that church. Become friends with those people. They're Christians. They want the truth. And as you know, they don't have necessarily the whole truth, and the one that's in charge of that church has gone off the path a little bit. And so the first test that God had was, go to the church. It didn't mean once in a while or whenever you feel like it. It's go to the church. Get to know the people. And you have to pass that test before God goes to the next step. 
Remember that. And so God has me working with different people for different reasons. And one of the things that that I am learning, and I thought I knew this, by the way, but I guess I didn't, that we're not all the same. And we're not all on the same level. And we're not even all really believers. And many of us are being oppressed by demons that are believers. And when a demon is oppressing a believer, then we have to deal with them differently. Because what we say is not necessarily going to be able to be discerned. Because when you're a believer and God allows the demons to bother you, it's because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And usually what God does is when a believer is, has gone off the path, he doesn't let demons go right away. What he does is he sends people to you to warn you about things, about going off the path, about straightening you out onto the right path. Maybe you never knew what the path was. But he'll send people to you to try to help you out, to straighten you out. And if you don't listen, then after a while, especially if you're you reject those that God sends, then he does allow the demons to start bothering you and oppressing you. And, and, and then things start going bad in your life. And until you get back on the right path, it's going to be difficult for you. And so that was one of the things uh, I've got a few people that God has me working with that are actually being oppressed by demons. And they're at different levels, different types, and it's, it's amazing the different ways that demons affect people depending on the person and, and what it is that, that, that is important to them. And... And so in this particular case, I was trying to help a fellow believer and trying to protect them from interacting with or trusting a person that is possessed with a demon and completely connected to Satan, and yet pretends to be a Christian. And so I was warning the person to just be careful, to know the truth, to understand that, you know, that things are not as they seem. Just because someone says something doesn't mean that they mean it. It's a game. 
that they play. And I come to find, well, ultimately what happened in that scenario is that the person turned on me. And instead of, you know, becoming closer and trying to work things out together as brethren against, you know, demons that are around us, that that they turned against me. And I and I was confused about that. And I asked God about it. And God showed me that the reason why I mean what I did was good from a human perspective I didn't want to see them fall into the trap of the demon person and I wanted them to have their eyes wide open but they couldn't handle it because it was someone that they were close to and they wanted a relationship with it was part of their family and so what happened is that that they turned the tides and I became the enemy and you know I've learned this lesson before <laughs> when I try to tell people things and help them and you know um help them to not make the same mistakes that I've made in the past, that it backfires, you know, it backfires. And it did, it backfired. So now I'm not even able to talk to that person at all. Cut off ties completely. And... It's because, as God answered my question, because they are dealing with demons themselves, not anywhere near the person that's part of their family's demon. But a demon is definitely, definitely bothering them and oppressing them because they're not doing what they're supposed to do. And so that's why they couldn't hear my words and the demon that's oppressing them has caused them to change my words to things that I didn't say nor mean what they heard. That's what I want you guys to know. Be careful when you're trying to help somebody. Make sure that they're right with God because if they're not, they can't hear you. Walking around America. Till next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.